0: I understand the pain that people are feeling. The death of George Floyd on the streets of Minneapolis was a grave tragedy. It should never have happened. It has filled Americans all over the country with horror, anger, and grief. We support the right of peaceful protesters, and we hear their pleas. The voices of law abiding citizens must be heard and heard very loudly. We will stand with the family of George Floyd, with the peaceful protesters, and with every law abiding citizen who wants decency, civility, safety, and security. What we are now seeing on the streets of our cities has nothing to do with justice or with peace. The memory of George Floyd is
1: being dishonored by rioters, looters, and anarchists. The violence and vandalism
0: is being led by Antifa and other radical left-wing groups who are terrorizing the innocent, destroying jobs, it, it, for no reason. The mobs are devastating the life's work of good people and destroying their dreams. so oh, So it harms those who have the least. We cannot and must not allow a small group of criminals and vandals to wreck our cities and lay waste to our communities. We must defend the rights of every citizen to live without violence, prejudice, or fear. Healing, not hatred, justice, not chaos, are the mission at hand. I stand before you as a friend and ally to every American seeking justice and peace. No one is more upset than fellow law enforcement officers by the small handful fail to abide by their oath to serve and protect. We support the overwhelming majority of police officers who are incredible in every way and devoted public servants. We must all work together as a society to expand opportunity and to create a future of greater dignity and promise for. Every citizen in every community has the right to be safe in their workplace, safe in their homes, and safe in our city streets. We are working toward a more just society, but that means building up, not tearing down, joining hands, not hurling fists, standing in solidarity, not surrendering to hostility. This is the sacred right of all Americans that I am totally determined to defend and will defend.
2: Okay, welcome folks to another Panic Attack with Big John podcast. I wanted to play that sound bite. It is a campaign advertisement. Uh, at the end, it says paid for by Trump Pence uh, campaign. And the reason I'm playing that for you is one, I want you to hear Donald Trump sound presidential. Uh, it's a video you can maybe find on YouTube, although it's uh, buried. I'll get to that stuff later. Uh, you actually have to go to the Donald Trump YouTube channel to get that video, and I suggest you share it because it's been removed from Twitter. And Twitter, uh, when questioned by the Steven Crowder uh, YouTube channel, Refused to comment without an attorney present. Uh, in tonight's topics, uh, we have developments in the Ahmad Arbery case. There was a pre-trial today. Uh, the George Floyd case has had some developments. And then uh, I'm going to talk some about the uh, Trump tweet that was removed and... Uh, media bias towards Trump. Uh let me play you a clip right now of a local television station uh report on the Ahmad Arbery case and then I'll get into it as soon as the sound bite cues up. Maybe. There we go. Do 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 Da 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 da. Here it comes, the little circle spinning. There we go. We are beginning with breaking news right now,
1: and we start with some disturbing new evidence presented in the murder of Ahmad Arbery in South Georgia. His death sparking national outrage with protesters outside the Glynn County Courthouse right now. Demanding justice, three men are charged in Arbery's murder, accused of chasing, shooting, and killing him as he jogged in a Brunswick neighborhood back in February. The men only arrested last month after video of the confrontation was posted on social media. Roddy Bryan is William. Roddy Bryan is one of the men appearing in court via video conference. He filmed the confrontation with his cell phone back in February. A GBI investigator testified today that Ryan admitted to assisting Gregory and Travis McMichael in Arbury's death by using his truck to redirect Arbury along that road. The investigator says that Brian and the McMichaels then trapped Arbery between their vehicles. And that's when the investigator says Travis McMichael pulled out a shotgun and shot Arbury three times. Two times in the chest, once in the wrist. Brian previously stated it was only a witness who recorded the video. But according to the GBI, before Brian's arrest, Travis McMichael admitted Brian was indeed an ally.
2: During a jail call that the um, agency obtained and reviewed, uh, Graham McMichael was on the phone with a uh, caller. The caller asked him about Mr. Brian. Uh, at first, Mr. McMichael says he can't talk about it.
0: And then he says that Mr. Brian's an ally. He uses the term ally, referencing his co defendant, Mr. Brian. He does. This is after uh, the McMichael's arrest, but prior to Mr. Brown's
1: arrest? That's correct. That GBI investigator also testifying that Travis McMichael, the son, never saw Arbery steal anything but pursued him out of instinct and that after the shooting, before police arrived, Travis called Arbery a racial slur. We're continuing to monitor the testimony from this preliminary hearing, which is still underway right now.
2: Okay, so, let me bring on my YouTube feed here, and welcome everyone, watching the Panic Attack with Big John on YouTube, we've got developments now in the Ahmad Arbery shooting and some new developments in the George Floyd case, um, and and some other things. Uh, And President Trump had a tweet removed, but Twitter is refusing to talk about why they removed the tweet without lawyers present. Um, There are several links in the description uh, those of you listening on the, the podcast and on YouTube, uh, I first heard this news from, uh, the amazing Lucas. He's a YouTuber and an Instagrammer and a tweeter, but he, see, I get my news from like YouTube or I see something on Twitter and there are certain people I go to like Tim Pool. um there's a new guy I I've started following too um but I watch stuff like Joe Rogan I watch um the amazing Lucas Steven Crowder uh which Crowder is usually a little behind the curve but um because he's a, a totally op-ed guy like me um but then I go and I research and I find news articles and other news videos or what have you To see if, you know, see what's going on. But getting your news from the mainstream media is um, an archaic waste of time. I'll tell you why later. But let's talk about the uh, Ahmad Arbery incident, uh, murder. We just need to call it murder. I always say incident because I'm so used to being a public official and, you know, I can't. There's certain things when you're an elected official you can't say. Um, you have to wait till all the evidence is in. But I think there's enough evidence here. Um, and this is my opinion. I'm not speaking on behalf of anyone else. So, um, so okay. Travis Mac- McMichael. McMichael. Um, this whole time we've thought that William Roddy Brian was an innocent bystander as he had claimed that he would he says he heard commotion in his neighborhood and uh started filming just to see what was going on wow is that changed on a jailhouse phone call that the Georgia Bureau of Investigations has obtained, Travis McMichael told a friend during a jailhouse phone call that Roddy Bryan was an ally in this. Uh, Apparently at first, you know, um, McMichael, Travis McMichael, was reluctant to talk much about Roddy Bryan. But then he admitted to his uh, friend on his jailhouse phone call that, in fact, Roddy Bryan was an ally in this. That's the term that Travis McMichael used. Uh, You can call him an accomplice now. And that Roddy Bryan helped the McMichaels block Ahmaud Arbery in And then after, you know, Travis McMichael got out of his truck with his shotgun, uh, he shot Ahmaud Arbery. The autopsy says Arbery was shot once in the hand. This is probably when he was trying to grab the the shotgun in self-defense. It's now looking more like Arbery was defending himself uh, instead of the... McMichaels defending themselves as they had claimed. Now mind you, the McMichaels did make phone calls to the police that they saw somebody walk into an empty house. The house on the outside looks completed, but on the inside you can see there's still construction taking place. That's usually how they build houses from the outside in. But, doesn't it give you the right to shoot somebody. Uh, Travis McMichael shot Ahmad Arbery once in the hand. Now you know Ahmad Arbery still could have run away at that point. But the McMichaels had no business being where they were or doing what they were doing. They they're not Barney frickin' fife making a citizen's arrest here. Well, technically, it was Goober that made a citizen's arrest on Barney for making an illegal U-turn. But this ain't Mayberry. You don't make citizen's arrest in the 21st century, okay? You call the police, you give them a description, you say he went that way, and you leave it to the frickin' police. Okay? Unless your life is in imminent danger. And at this point, the McMichaels... If they were, if they felt in danger, which I do not think they did, if the McMichaels were in any danger, they put themselves in danger by jumping to conclusions. Also, Travis McMichael told the police he had no proof that Ahmaud Arbery had stolen anything ever. But he had a gut instinct, and he went with his gut. What? in the blue heck are you talking about? First of all, this guy's gut pri I'm surprised it didn't lead well this was you know during the the lockdown crap so I guess all the golden corrals were closed. So yeah you know his gut was probably leading him a lot of places, but on a normal day it probably would have led him to a buffet. And it would, anyways. So, Travis McMichael said he was acting on gut instinct. We know Ahmaud Arbery now was shot three times, twice in the chest, once in the hand. After the shot to the hand, I would say that that man would have been rather easy to take down. I mean, a shotgun wound to your hand is gonna hurt like heck, okay? Come on, Haley, get up here. Don't knock me off line like you did the last time, though. Um, a shotgun shot to the hand is going to slow you up quite a bit just from the pain, okay? Um, at this, at every point in this, though, uh, Ahmad Arbery had every right to run for his life, and it's. Also in the autopsy, before I forget this, it's been now stated by the coroner that Ahmad Arberry showed signs of having been hit by a truck. We don't know if it was Roddy Bryan's truck or if it was the Arbery's truck, but we do know that they both, the McMichaels and Bryan. Were in pursuit. And were blocking his path. And that. um, Roddy Bryan. Was. Blocking him in. Between. Brian's truck. And the McMichaels truck. Um, You know there were a lot of. (sighs) <sighs> a lot of escape routes that Mr. Arberry could have taken. Uh, you know, but when you're running for your life and fear takes over, you know, you see Ahmaud Arberry go around the right side of the McMichaels truck, and then he appears... Um, out on the left side struggling for the gun with Travis McMichael. <clears throat> so McMichael evidently came around the truck with the gun pointed at Arbery. Uh, this is Travis McMichael. And then Arbery started wrestling with him for the gun. Uh And was shot three times and died. Now, also, uh, in his testimony, Roddy Bryan told police that Travis McMichael called Ahmaud Arbery an F and N word. That's quotes, F and N word while he was lying there shot in the street before the real police arrived. So now this has clear cut become a hate crime and a a murder uh, in my opinion. Uh this is this this is horrible. It was horrible from the beginning. And you know everybody looked for you know any kind of evidence to uh, smear Arbery's character, and to me, there, as far as I've seen, there is nothing there in his his past. Uh, there may have been something when he was younger, but you know, nothing violent, nothing horrible. Um, he was doing nothing except maybe trespassing that day, but we'll never know. Um, and the McMichaels, out of racial hatred, overreacted and murdered a black man in the streets of America. Um, also some developments in the George Floyd case. Um, of course, you know, now all three, or all four, pardon me, all four officers are under arrest. Uh, They're being held, and the investigation is ongoing. We... We have learned that George McMichael had drugs in his system that doesn't warrant killing the man. Uh, There's body cam footage of him And all sorts of footage of him being fairly uh, compliant. Um, Very compliant, I would say. And we do see him fall or sit down on the street curb. We do see the police try to put him in the back of the police cruiser. And he uh, gets... Away runs around to the other side of the cruiser, but they they grab him quickly. Um, you've got three officers here. I don't really care how big George Floyd was. He, uh, we've heard anywhere from like six four to six six, two hundred twenty pounds to two hundred fifty pounds. Like that's me at half my size. Okay but he he just didn't look tough to me. He didn't look mean. And so they restrained him to the ground. The officer in the video is saying we've been trying to get him in the police car for 10 minutes. Okay, but you got the knee on a man's neck. That's illegal. Um and once he lost consciousness, they were obligated to give him first aid it was part of their duty to give george floyd first aid when he lost consciousness instead the officer remained on his neck now we have two autopsies i've heard i've definitely heard of one uh an independent uh medical examiner that the Family hired said that he died of asphyxiation. Um, Others say they died or that he died because the officer was on uh, an artery and it cut off the blood supply to his brain. Basically, another type of asphyxiation. I'm not a medical person. I know cutting off blood flow is not asphyxiation, but to keep it simple, I've heard two autopsies by one by independent medical examiner and the other by the official medical examiner say that the officers kneeling on George Floyd caused his death now people have looked into George Floyd's past he did spend 5 years in prison for um aggravated robbery That's robbery with a weapon. Um, I'm not going to go there because I'm not going to talk ill of the dead and I'm not going to try to justify what the police did by bringing that up. But when this goes to trial, you're going to have 12 jurors that are going to hear this and that will be... A part of their decision. They're going to hear about the drugs in his system. They're going to hear defense attorneys lie and say that the drugs caused his death. They're going to hear the defense attorneys try to smear George Floyd. At no point were these officers justified. If three healthy good sized men cannot get one man into the back of a police car uh one of the things was he he couldn't fit he was too big i don't i don't know how that's possible but there's a thing called a paddy wagon you know a a, a van with big doors in the back that open that have more room than an suv why didn't you call for the paddy wagon um there's no justification for what these officers did to this man at at a at the point where the cell phone cameras take over and we haven't seen all the body cam footage except for that of which is heavily redacted or aka edited edited okay and we don't see the body cam footage from the three officers that were kneeling on George Floyd. We see it from an officer who was across the street uh, dealing with his two friends that were in the SUV with him. Okay? Um, and you also see security camera footage from stores. And you see cell phone video footage. You don't see the officers struggling with George Floyd. Um, who knows when that video will be released and it needs to be released unredacted, unedited. Um, (coughs) I say all this because it's been documented. It's been said on the news. It's hard to convict police officers they get a lot of benefit of the doubt because they have a difficult job. If there's any sign of George Floyd struggling, when the defense attorneys bring up the drugs in his system, when they bring up his criminal past, which it, from all everything I can hear, he had turned his life around, okay? There are a lot of people that are addicted to drugs and that relapse. And things of that nature. That's, you know, addiction is an illness. Okay? It's an illness. And and no medical examiner has said one dang word that the fentanyl and whatever else was in his system was a cause of death. They've all said that the officers laying on him or pardon me, kneeling on him, were the cause of death. And when he lost consciousness, those officers were obligated to turn him over and try to revive him, release the handcuffs, and start first aid, like CPR. And they laid on him for two more minutes after he lost consciousness. I keep saying lay. They were kneeling on him. But there was the officer on his neck, which you see the most notorious. There were two more officers, one kneeling in the middle of his back and the other on his legs. Okay, this is why he's saying my stomach hurts, my privates hurt, uh, everything hurts Uh, I can't breathe, and so on and so forth. Um, Now, we know that George Floyd and Officer Chauvin worked together at a nightclub. We don't know that they knew each other well. Um, It could be assumed that they knew each other, but let's not make assumptions. Um, This is horrible, and our president has tried to talk about this he's talked about it i've heard him i've seen the words come out of his mouth when the arbery thing took place when the arbery murder took place pardon me he was at a press conference for COVID 19. A reporter asked him, have you seen this video? He said it's horrible. You know, I sent the Justice Department in to investigate. Uh, the you know prosecutors are in Georgia are taking a look at it. And you know that's how justice works in this country. It, you know, wh- whether you're you know a dumb cracker down in Georgia or a cop in Minnesota or uh A bank robber, Pretty Boy Floyd, you have the right to justice, okay? Well, Pretty Boy Floyd was gunned down by the FBI, but they were justified because he shot at them first. But anyway, had Pretty Boy Floyd surrendered peacefully, he would have gone to trial, just like George Floyd should have gone to trial, just like Ahmaud Arbery, had he been committing some kind of crime, should have gone to trial. But instead, they were murdered. George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery, not Pretty Boy Floyd. Um, So the president made a tweet, as he's known for. And he's made a lot of tweets, and he's made a lot of dumb ones. But the mainstream media is only reporting on the dumb ones that he's made in the last few days. Um... Today, yeah, it's still today. Today, Twitter removed a video. There's a link it in the description on YouTube. I just played it on the podcast, where the president is calling for peace. Okay, the president condemned the two crackers that shot Ahmad Arbery. He's condemned the officers that shot or that killed George Floyd. Okay? Repeatedly. Uh, Tonight on CNN, I was watching um, Thursday nights. uh, Steven Crowder does a live stream where he fact-checks and makes fun of CNN. Don Lemon came on. And Don Lemon was very depressed-sounding. And he played an audio clip where the president said... I was giving a speech on a rocket. And I spent 25% of the speech talking about George Floyd. And then it cuts back to... Don Lemon sitting at his desk looking depressed. And Don Lemon says, a speech about a rocket. A speech about a rocket. Oh, poor Don Lemon. He spent... Okay, SpaceX... That should have been its own speech. The president has spoken on George Floyd. He did it on Saturday, May the 30th. Okay? He condemned the officers way before that on Twitter. He spoke again to the nation on Monday, June 1st. He sent in the Justice Department to look for hate crime issues in the Ahmad Arbery and George Floyd murders. Do you hear the media talking about that? Do you hear CNN covering it? No, they lie to you, and they tell you that the president's not doing anything. He's not doing anything. But they show you a photo op of Joe Biden kneeling, socially distant, wearing a mask, In front of a black man who's sitting on the street. Hanging his head. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with. Cigar break, sorry. Nothing wrong with Joe Biden. Doing a photo op. Now, President Trump went through Lafayette Park, which is right across from the White House. I've been to Lafayette Park. Uh, he did a photo op in front of St. John's Cathedral, which was burned by rioters. Uh, it Most of it is still standing, it looks like, but it's going to take probably some extensive repairs. Um, and, you know... President Trump held up a Bible, and they did a photo op there. Um, It was a symbolic gesture of Trump, you know, walking out into the streets uh, where the riots were taking place, walking through Lafayette Park, which had been the site of rioting the night before, and going to St. John's Cathedral. And it was supposed to be a healing moment of some sorts for the nation and for the people in distress. And the media turns it into uh, the worst crime a president could commit. How many stinking photo ops have presidents done over the years, if that's all that it was? And they're saying, well, the protesters had to be moved out of the way and were tear gassed by the you know, police so that Trump could make his way through. Well, good. They shouldn't have been out there in the first place because they weren't protesting. They were rioting. Okay? That's one thing. Secondly, you know, the president is trying to heal, like this video that's on his YouTube channel. He's talking about healing the nation. He talks about, You know, how the bad actions of the police officers and the two men in Georgia, and that, you know, we have to move beyond that. That most police are good people, that most of the protesters are good people, but there are antagonists that are causing the riots. And Twitter takes it down. And Twitter won't explain why without attorneys present. So this is where where we're at in 2020. And this is where we're going with this election. You know, there are people that have a feeling that there's no way Trump can lose to Joe Biden. I am very worried right now. I know there are people that hate President Trump and you're entitled to that opinion. But when President Trump has done criminal justice reform, which is almost a repeal on the Criminal Justice Act that Bill Clinton signed and Joe Biden voted for, when President Trump has put research and government uh, funds and help into sickle cell anemia, which disproportionately affects the black community. When he put more resources into finding out why the virus that we're under now is affecting the black community more than it is the white community, he was helping black people. When he created Opportunity Zones with Tim Scott and Cory Booker, he was helping the black community. When he created Opportunity Scholarships, he was helping the black community. Until this virus and lockdown nonsense, there was the lowest black unemployment rate in history. America had the best economy in history. Now we're beyond Great Depression numbers, and the government's happening to throw money out there to get people back on their feet. But Donald Trump's helping black people. I just named for you what he's done for the black community it that you could you, you these things I searched for uh, this presidential uh, video that I heard about uh, where he's it's called a uh, healing not hate and I couldn't find it on YouTube when I did my initial search all you found were negative uh, news media stories about the president. Come on, people. You tell me that there's not a bias against this president, and it's not having an effect on people. Why was, the, why was uh, Trump signing over more money to historically black colleges, not a mainstream media headline? And it's going to be there for the next 10 years because of Donald Trump. Why is sickle cell anemia research not in the news? Well, it doesn't sell newspapers and it doesn't get ratings. Negativity does. But a lot of people in the press, a lot of people at Google headquarters and at Twitter, and I don't know what the parent company of Twitter is, or if it's still its own independent operation but you know Mark Zuckerberg is not a fan of the president Facebook Mark Zuckerberg's the Facebook guy okay Twitter not fans of the president they've even talked about banning him what's the president ever done or said that would would make him uh banable if that's even a word uh make it a make it a possibility for Twitter to ban him. What? What's he ever done for to YouTube for them to bury his videos under <clears throat> a bunch of negative stories? Why haven't you heard about the Opportunity Zones until uh, you watched the uh, State of the Union dra- address? Why did you not hear about Opportunity Scholarships until the president said it in the State of the Union address. Because the media won't cover anything good the man does. They don't want want us to know that there's a Republican. That can go out there and do good things for America. And good things for black people. It all has to be orange man bad. Conservatives bad. You know, all, all this stuff. And man... There's nobody that, hurt, that hates racism, racists or racism more than me. You know? And, and, oh, the media just fuels and fuels this fire. And it makes the situations worse. And so, I don't know. Uh, utter dismay, but... We do have, you know, good news, if you can call it that, in the Ahmad Arbery case. With the evidence I heard today, uh, these three men are going to face some serious jail time. Uh, with what I'm hearing from Minnesota, those cops are going to face some serious time in jail, um, I hope. I hope that those four cops—okay, this is my plan, if I were the judge— <laughs> first you take them to the gallows. Then you take them to the guillotine. Then you draw and quarter them. You can Google what these terms mean. Draw and quarter. Then you, you burn them at the stake. That's my opinion. And you know what? The same thing for the three crackers in Georgia. This uh Roddy Bryant. First of all, William Bryant. Because Roddy Piper... Was a hell of a wrestler, And this son of a bitch doesn't deserve the nickname of Roddy. But, okay, William Bryant, Travis McMichael, and um, was it George McMichael? Not to be confort- confused with George Michael, the singer. Uh, anyways, the McMichaels and Brian gallows, guillotine, draw and quarter, burn them at the stake. Kill them four times is what I'm saying. So that, sorry to end on a bad note. Um, As always, I will say, God bless you. You know, I've just uh, talked about killing six, seven people. Uh, Pray for one another. Pray for our government leadership of all parties, all people, because we need it now more than ever. And we need to lead ourselves. That's another thing. We need to be leaders in our own communities. You can't depend on Washington or whatever your state capital is or blah, blah, woof, woof. So, dang, I gotta light my cigar again because I was waving it all around. There we go. In the in the immortal words of Porky Pig, Bidi 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 that's all folks.